John chapter 14, verse 11 and verse 12. John 14, verse 11 and verse 12. Jesus says this. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Somebody say works themselves. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. Father, we bless you. We honor you. We thank you for these precious moments that you've given us. Father, we thank you for everything that you've downloaded in my spirit. Not, not one thing that you placed in me for tonight, God will be left in me after I'm done. I thank you in advance for the ears that hear, the eyes that see, and the minds that gain understanding. For Father, you get the glory for everything. You get the glory for every moment. And for every moment, God, you will be glorified. In the matchless name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Psalms 37, verse 5. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn. Your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret it leads only to evil. So he's saying to you, refrain from anger for what you've been seeing. Turn from wrath. Because if you don't, it'll lead you to doing evil. Now I want to back up a little bit. God is giving you success to exonerate you. God is giving you success to exonerate you. Let me read it again. God is giving you success to exonerate you. Let me read it again. To your ears can hear. God is giving you success to exonerate you. Now, in John chapter 14, verse 11 through 12, Jesus is telling them, and as he talks to them, he said, the Father's in me. If you believe in me, that I am in the Father, the Father is in me. Else, believe me for the sake of the works themselves. So if you don't believe what I'm saying, look at the works that I'm doing. And the works that I am doing will be the assurance that I'm who I said I was. So we get back into the word of vindication that I covered on Sunday morning. And we get back into that word in Psalms 37. And then we hear it uh, in verse 6. It says this in verse 6. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn. Your vindication like the noonday sun. So God is saying to us. 
it is not going to be something that's not noticed when he starts to move you forward. Let me, let me help some of y'all that's, that's about to, you're about to give up because you've gone through so much, not because you had wrong motives, you had right motives, but you went through a whole lot. Well, when God gets ready to vindicate, to show off, then he is going to do a certain thing that cannot be hidden. I'm, I'm going to go through my points. Because I believe, because we've been around so many people, and we've been trying to prove so much to so many people, that we don't realize there's a moment that comes where you don't have to prove anything to them. You understand what I'm saying? I believe we, we're using so much precious energy trying to prove something to people who will never change the way they think about you. So I've been teaching you, I started out teaching you about sons and daughters, bringing you into proper alignment because I sensed something was happening that's already happening. So my deal is, how can I position those who are under my jurisdiction that when God gets ready to do what I know he's going to do, because I can see it in the Bible, how can I position them for what I know God is going to do. So, I want to walk you through just a few points here. And, and note this. I don't remember preaching a message at anyone. Now, you know, I saw somebody throw water on a girl on Facebook and she threw her mic. Now, if I'm angry with you, I just take my mic. I, I'm not going to spend time preaching holy scripture at you when I can throw my mic too. So get over yourself. Okay. For those of you who hadn't noticed, I, I just noticed it. You just, just Google mic throw. Because I, I want my mic to be worth a hundred thousand dollars too. Ain't, ain't that crazy? That mic was purchased for $99,000. Like, I need to throw more mics. That's the world we live in now. God vindicates you through giving you success in the projects he has for you. So if God is going to vindicate you, you stop asking you them, asking him to kill them. When God gets, I'm on, let me teach you something. When God wants to vindicate you, what he does, it makes you successful in front of them. I, I need, I need you. I need you all to catch this. This is what he's saying in the scriptures that I've read. Jesus said, the works. Look at the works. 
You may have a problem with who I say I am, but look at the works. I am too productive for you to maintain that thought pattern with me. That's what he said. That's why you got to read. You got to read your Bible. I know. I know you doubting who I am. But since you're doubting, now look at my productivity. And if you see loser in my productivity, then you can say I'm not who I said I am. But since you can see the productivity, let my works. If you're not going to listen to me, look at my accomplishments. Because the accomplishment tells no lies. Okay. So what God is going to do, and I'm talking about with refresh. So, so this is the way I'm going to vindicate you. I had to show you how Jesus said. Okay, you got a problem with who I am. You got a problem with my authority. You got a problem with who I'm related to. But look at this trail of results behind me. So you, you, you have a problem with refresh. Look at the productivity that refresh has accomplished. Look at the works. Now put your hand on your chest and say, God is bringing success in my life to vindicate me. It is not so you can have a nice car. It's not so you can have a bigger house. It's not so you can be a show off. He is vindicating you because somebody had a perspective of you that was false. Y'all okay with that? Y'all with? Me? See, you, you. I need, I need my energy. I need my thinking capacity. I don't need to be thinking up a strategy of how to overthrow you for you trying to overthrow me. I need to use my mind because there are millions of people who need to hear my voice. You understand what I'm saying? So if there's millions of people, I need to reserve my energy. And my thought pattern for that and not the trivial things. Trying to prove to people who should already know. Okay. All right. So stay with me. Stay with me. Every successful work will prove that your heavenly father is real and you are justified. The reason they believed and Jesus' father was because of what Jesus was doing. So, when we operate on the highest level, then our father is recognized. And if we're extremely successful, then we're justified by the success or the accomplishments that we've achieved under the umbrella of the Father. I, 
not, I'm not, see, I am not working. So you can slaughter my character, but you can't slaughter his character because we keep doing work that could not be done without the father's help. So every single day, he's looking better and better and better and better. Let me help some of you. You want to stop them from talking on one level. Move to the next level. I promise you, you won't be able to hear them. See, we're talking about exoneration. Can, can we go on? So every successful work is proof that your heavenly father is real. They question whether Jesus was the son of God, but they question more, was God real? People don't know God's real because you're not succeeding at the level you should be succeeding on. They're doubting God because of the level of operation that you're on. Okay. Are we okay? So your justification is tied to this. Now, I have skill, but I have faith. Skill is comparison. You have comparison with skill. But you don't have comparisons with faith. Because you can do things with faith that skill can't do. Okay? I'm not saying get rid of the skill. You need the skill, but you need the faith more. If you're going to be exonerated. Let me take my time. So God is giving you a project that will not fail if you understand who gave it to you. He is giving you, Jesus had an assignment that could not fail as long as he knew who gave him that assignment. Y'all still with me? Your vindication will not be small or private. How can you say that? Psalms 37 verse 6 says the righteous reward shines like the dawn. Your vindication like the noonday sun in its height. I've never seen so many people that want you to be quiet about your blessing. They want you to be quiet about your achievement. Uh, you arrogant now. You could have kept that to yourself. How am I going to keep it to myself? I didn't put the noonday sun in the sky. 
master of this house. Okay? These freely leaders, free to make a decision, join themselves to something that says God is going to exonerate from every negative execution Well, you went, you went public trying to sentence me. Why can't we go public with the exoneration? I mean, you know, you, you talked you talk on Facebook. Now you want us to be quiet and you want us to go off of social media. There's no way the accusations are going to be public and the success be private. There, there's, there's no way. God, God's not going to let it go that route. Your vindication will not be small or private. It's not going to be small and it's not going to be private. There's, there's no way it can be small and private when they took it public. Yeah, I would, I didn't, you, you know, let me, let me help you to understand. I don't like the spotlight. In fact, before I started pastoring, you wouldn't have even known I was in the room. Because I, I like being behind the scenes. But since they brought me out, I didn't, I didn't come out, they brought me out. <laughs> you, you ever been brought into something and you're trying to figure out how did they bring me into this? How did I get into this? I never said anything, I never did. How did I get into this? Well, it was a setup. Because to be honest with you, I never would have came out. So your vindication will not be small and it will not be private. There's no way. There's, there's no way to have experienced what you have experienced for it to be small or private. So they crucified Jesus publicly. Now you don't want anybody to know he's resurrected. You notice the mentality. You're going to hang him out there naked on a cross. Now after three days he gets up and you want to tell everybody his disciples came and stole him by night. your Bible. Now keep, keep it quiet. Keep, keep it quiet. Keep it quiet. You, you weren't quiet when you were putting it out there. Now you want it to be quiet that the success came. He said he was coming back in three days. He came back in three days and now you want hush. 
hush, hush, hush. Don't, 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 don't say anything about it. Let everybody have their own perception of it. No, no, we ain't gonna have our own perception of anything. We going viral now. So, the vindication will not be small or private. Listen to this. The more proof that is required to exonerate you, the greater the success. I need y'all to hear me. I'm prophesying to you right now. The more proof that is required to exonerate you, the greater the success. The more witnesses that they call to try to take you down, it's an announcement to you the magnitude of your success. See, see y'all don't understand. When, when that type of conspiracy comes against you is an announcement of the greatness of what God has in you. There is no way that that level of adversary will come against your life and you just a little old country person. Let me help you. Let me, let me, let me tell you how I found out who I am from my adversary. You would not bring out that type of artillery if I was just a little boat floating across the water. So I say to refresh. The more proof that is required to exonerate you, the greater your success. He said, now, I know that you're working with Jesus, but you're going to need some exoneration, Peter. So what I declare over you, not only do you work, you do greater works because the work that you do, that's going to exceed. think this thing through because it was Jesus that says you will do greater works than these so Jesus said what I done the work I done with the father that's good but you're going to do greater works the reason being they came against me but they're going to come against y'all and if they come against y'all, I'm going to give you a greater level of success. And it's not just going to be a Stephen Davis. It's going to be a refresh in multiple locations around the world. That's exoneration. If it was only one Birmingham location, it would not be exoneration. Somebody shout multiply. It's when you increase, when you succeed, that's exoneration. Okay. This is not too deep, is it? This is not too deep. 
where they didn't want anything that you were doing to be recognized. Now everything that you do is being recognized. Where they didn't want to celebrate any of your achievements, now they got to celebrate all your achievements. They should have never gave me a Bible if they wanted to keep me ignorant. Listen. Let me do this before, before I read my last point. Let me go to, I mentioned this on Sunday, Acts uh, 28. Let me go over there. I didn't give them this. I wrote it down for myself. So in Acts 28, the Apostle Paul and his group had survived shipwreck. So after surviving shipwreck, they start to gather sticks because it's cold. So they're gathering sticks, they're putting the sticks together, put on the fire. The Apostle Paul is throwing his bundle of sticks on the fire, a viper comes out. The Bible says this in verse 4. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer whom, though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow him to live. But he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. However, they expected that he should swell up and suddenly fall down dead. But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that the, he is a God. Hear me. He goes from murderer in their minds. He goes from murderer. Let me help some of y'all. Some of y'all who have been going through a rough time. They thought you were having a rough time because you were wrong. They've been watching every single thing that's been happening to you and around you. And they have considered you guilty. They have made up in their own minds, it cannot work for you. There's one more thing that happened after that other thing happened. They didn't realize that in order for God to do the great thing, he had to have the whole audience attention. So what's been happening with you is to get the audience attention. Because what God is doing in his successful elevation with you, God doesn't need anybody looking backwards. Look at your neighbor, tell them everybody's going to see this. You've been wondering why your audience is building. Some of it is negative, some of it is positive, and it may be more negative perspective than positive, but that's what God needs in order to show everybody. 
So I want to get you delivered. I want to get you delivered. I want to get you delivered. But, but, but everybody knows. Everybody knows. But what you don't understand is what everybody is about to know. People keep good score on the negative, but they have no idea of what's about to happen for you. They have no idea of God's restoration process. They have no idea of God's resurrection process. They have no idea of the success that God has on his mind when they wrote you off. Put a death certificate on your body and put a tag on your toe and said it was over. They just didn't know that the best was yet to come. If you know, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you what I know. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I biblically know. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for you. Can I talk to some of y'all? Some of y'all didn't know who was really against you until the momentum negatively came against you. <laughs> I, I mature so much, I mature so much that I will let things manifest themselves fully to realize so it'll show me what was never with me. See, I, I don't have time to figure it out on this next level. I needed to know now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna let this pour all the roaches out. Based on my study, based on my study, based on my study, for every negative person that you have close to you, there's another alliance somewhere. So if you get rid of one that you feel like has all the characteristics, there's another one over in the corner that's closer to them than you. So when you get rid of that one, that's why you keep having the same problems over and over again. Because if you get rid of that one, the soul tie is still there. Now, all of a sudden, that other one seems like it's giving more information and more empowered because you didn't let all the roaches come out of the corners. I've been studying for a long time, baby. I've been studying for a long time. Anything that's been around a long time and still not with you, it was never with you. All you needed was something to show up to pull all the characteristics out. Now you really know what you got. Listen. Listen, nobody can take what belongs to you. You understand that? They can only bring out the characteristic of what was never yours. Okay. 
Okay. Let me finish my last point. We, we out here. Because you, it's your time to shine. Do you understand me? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? It is your time to shine. When God gets ready, he's given up one body. God is ready to shine through his sons and his daughters. And that's you. Well, I think you're getting too much glory. It's bright, isn't it? It's too bright for darkness. I said it's too bright for darkness. They never thought the lights would come on again. So let, let, me, let me just work this. Let me just work this. Okay, we know the type of venomous beast that latched on to the Apostle Paul. Now, we know the timeline because we've seen this over and over again because we're natives of this place. We know how this functions. So they're looking at that timeline to see when he's going to start swelling. And he doesn't begin to swell. They're looking at the timeline. By this time, he should be falling over. But he's not, he's not falling over yet. By this time, I want to make a prophetic announcement. You're past time already. Oh, you didn't hear me. You're, you, you have already exceeded their timeline. And if you know you've exceeded your critics' timeline, go ahead Break out in a shout right now. success is living longer than their expiration date you think it's money no it's still living it's still remaining on your assignment much longer than they expected you to be around so you if you've already exceeded their expiration date slap a neighbor high five you're gonna have to clean your hands and tell them i'm succeeding I have to use some sanitizer, but I came to tell somebody if you last this long, if you survived this long, if you overcame this long, you're already in your moment of success. You just you just waiting on the cashier's check to show up.
going to finish my last point in a second. Years ago, apostles, pastors, years ago, I wasn't even pastor. We were in Tennessee at my wife's mom and dad's house. And we all, we would, we would go to the kitchen and uh, we would sit there and we'd drink coffee and stuff. I'd, I'd drink one cup. I messed around and drank two cups and it had caffeine in it. And I said, no, oh, I can't do that no more. So we're, afterwards, we're in the living room and we're watching television and they're talking and the television is, is down low and I can't hear it. And uh, we didn't have TV in back then at our home. And uh, Dr. Ma, uh, Mark Sharona came on and uh, they're still talking. I can't hear him, but I can feel him, but I can't hear him. So I said, I'm going to bed early. I went in the bedroom and I turned the television set up and I'm not pastoring at this time. And as soon as I turned the volume up, the Holy Spirit said, that's what you are. I never forgot that moment. I even thought about it just yesterday. Now, how in the world, before pastoring, and he tells me in another state, watching television, that's what I am. Never knowing that I was going to meet Dr. Mark Sharona. Never knowing that my pastor's best friend was Mark Sharona. Never knowing that Mark Sharona is what my pastor was. Not understanding I'm invited to go on a trip with another prominent figure at the end of September. Why? Because that's what I am. Let me help you. Don't make me no Birmingham pastor because that's not what I am. What I am is I'm a global, international, shake up the world preacher. That's what I am. And I was told that before anybody gave me a certificate to do anything in ministry. And I believed it then and I believe it more now. I came to tell you while you're at the, at the beginning, I want to tell you who you are. You are the person that God has called to shake this earth. They want to fit me into this, this, this box that's not even made for me. And the reason I go through scripture like I go through scripture, because those who I am like, they do the same thing. And that's why I move like I move, because that's what I am. And if you stop having an identity crisis and know who you are, then you'll realize something. Everything that they try to murder you with will make you into what God has called you to be. Who, 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 who are you? Who are you, Refresh? Who are you for real? Who are you? What place did God give you in the kingdom that you have not come to your consciousness about? That's why he told me what I was and gave me an example and then allowed me to be mentored by an example and then gave me favor with another example after my example and go home to be with the Lord. I believe I'm your example. If he gave me an example, he's got to give. If you're somebody, if you're really called, if you're really anointed, if you're really sent, if you're a business person, if you're in ministry, and it's really what God wants you to do, God will give you an example.
last point, keep working because it will prove to be a great work. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what you are doing. If you keep working, it will prove to everyone that it is a great work. I don't care if you don't have enough money to pay yourself. Keep working because it's going to prove to be a great work. The thing with me, when things were scarce, I kept working. I am not going to stop working no matter what it looks like because when things come to the place of maturity, it is going to prophesy that everything I've been doing for all these years has not been in vain. I want to prophesy over you and those who are streaming right now. The proof is in the pudding. Let's get this thing going and don't you stop working. It will prove itself. that I didn't get bit I shook it off I understand exactly what you go through but I shook it off I can't make excuses like other leaders because I learned I read my Bible and I know if I had the greater one in me what was supposed to kill me couldn't kill me because I knew how to shake it off I want to speak to every person that's been diagnosed with cancer if the venom in the beast could not kill him the cancer in you can't kill you because Christ the hope of glory is on the inside of you Whatever you genuinely are, God is going to make sure you get in the room for a proper mentorship. Something's happening, guys. No, 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 no. Something has already happened. And guess what? God reserved your life, kept you from being a stillborn, kept you from overdosing, kept you from being killed in an accident, kept you from being killed by a drive-by, kept you from going through things that you should not have gone through so, so that you could be what he needs you to be. That little thing that you think is a problem, that's an easy fix for those who belong to God. I'm going to say it again. That issue that you have for those who belong to God, that's an easy fix. How do you know? Because the apostle Paul said, I prayed three times about this thing and you have not responded. And then the Lord steps in and he said, my grace is sufficient for you. In your time of weakness, I'll make you strong. Anybody ready to be strong in the area that they thought they were going to fail in? I have to go. I have to go. I have to go. 
And some of y'all, you probably didn't bring no clothes to be baptized in, but you know it's time for a shift and you feel it in the atmosphere and you're trying to figure out what am I going to do? Well, you can start by getting in that pool tonight if you haven't been in the pool. And you can start by going back there, getting some shorts, getting a shirt, and get ready because this moment is not set up for refresh. This moment is set up for you. God's about to do some amazing things in the midst of you that's going to blow all your skeptics' mind. And really, let me close with this. You don't know all they've been saying about you until God exonerates you. You don't know how many, listen to me, you don't know how many witnesses of false accusations against you, you don't know until God starts exonerating you. Let that sink in. You don't know how many conversations have been had for your demise until you, you become exonerated. That's what the Holy Spirit told me. He said, you, he said, you will never know how many accusations was made against you until I started raising you up. Because everybody that came against you with an accusation is going to have to come and apologize. I, I said, God, I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I thought they were my greatest supporters. There's some people who are going to come apologize that you thought were your greatest supporters. Because when God starts raising you up, this time... When he exonerates you, ain't nothing no one else can say about you. Refresh. I hope y'all are ready. I hope you're ready. Mama, it was good you were in town tonight because I believe you need to be exonerated from some stuff tonight. Some people thought in their own minds against you, but it's nothing like the character that you have. But if there's anybody, I need a... Come on the platform if you want to be baptized. But those of you who know that this is your time of exoneration, I want you to break out in a shout for about 60 seconds. Why your day is not coming? Your day is here right now. They may have said you were a bad mother. They may have said that you were a bad father. They may have said that you were a bad sister. They may have said that you were a bad brother. But I came to tell you tonight, tonight is your exoneration night.
have been caught in the midst of adultery and they brought her to Jesus. They only brought her and didn't bring the person she was with. The Bible said that Jesus stooped down and started to draw in the dirt. It never tells what he wrote in the dirt. But I believe exoneration was taking place because he said, he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. The Bible says from the eldest to the youngest or from the youngest to the eldest, they begin to drop their rocks. I came to tell somebody tonight, I have been preaching under and teaching under the anointing and you have been exonerated. Your past has been wiped out. Your future just began tonight and the Lord that you have a great future. Hey, if you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.